0: Are you ready for change?
1: Hit it! That's what I'm talking about!
0: Wait! Okay now, from the beginning.
1: Hit it, boys.
0: You're listening to Mr. Change Agent, a podcast with your host, Ron Ovett of Empower Ministry. He's a recovery coach, pastor, and counselor, author, and creator of Emotional Relearning. Ron, we've really been enjoying this series. You've been talking so much about habits, and I've learned a lot, and I'm sure many of the listeners have as well. I did want to bring up something. You talk about habits, and we've been talking a lot about it, and then a word gets thrown in there called craving. And what's the? Is there a difference? What's the difference? How one is there a craving, and then a habit, or does a craving become a habit? What, explain all that, would you? I often talk about the continuum and I use the phrase
1: urge. Trigger is an urge, right? Uh, You know, a lot of times it's almost subconscious. You know, we're doing it without awareness. And if you've ever tried to stop a habit and you've been doing pretty good and then all of a sudden you're right back doing it and you don't even know how you got there you know the guy says I'm gonna never drink again you know and he's going fine and all of a sudden next thing he knows he's he's sitting with, in a bar with a drink in his hand now it's not like he's you know a robot and doesn't know you know what he's doing it's not sleepwalking but you know what happens is uh, a trigger happens a lot of times these things are subconscious other times though the urge continues and here again I talk about that striatum you know that pumping out of the, the dopamine And it just keeps saying, I gotta have it, I gotta have it, I gotta have it. And depending upon what the habit is, the more severe the craving. That's what we call craving. When it just keeps its relentless, you're craving it, I gotta have it. And so, what do you do with that? Well, I started teaching this a long time ago. And when I started getting into neuroscience, I started realizing about Falky Wire and that. And one of the guys that really impressed me was Jeffrey Schwartz. Jeffrey Schwartz is a teacher at UCLA, a Dr. Schwartz, and uh, has written wonderful stuff on this. And he came out with a book on OCD behavior. Now, I've had OCD behavior in the past, and it's always something that's, that can be very hard to work with. And, and some of the people I've worked with over the years have had severe OCD and uh, obsessive compulsive behavior and it's just or a disorders the d but anyways it's hard to treat well he had a book on it and this guy, he, he just really knew his neuroscience. And so I want to give him some props. A lot of this stuff comes out of his teachings. And so if you get a chance, I would recommend that you read his books. Um, it's, it's really good. Well, I thought, well, if you can work on OCD behavior, you can work on addictions. And I used to teach this when I had a whole room full of people on addiction. And I go, well, if you can work on OCD behavior, it can work on this. And their eyes would light up because they know. They know. How hard it is, and they know what OCD a lot of them behavior is. And so, uh, what he did basically is what I've kind of taught, and I'll put it in my language, not his. You can get his book and, and read further and see the ways he applies it. But I talk first of all that it's faulty, it's faulty wiring. You know, somewhere we learn this. Now, just because you learn something doesn't mean it's right. I mean, you can learn how to do things wrong. I tried golf once. <laughs> and, and I was a baseball player. Well, guess how I tried to hit that golf ball? Like I had a, you know, Louisville slugger in my hand. You know, I, I did a golf, a baseball swing, like a low pitch coming in. Well, in order to play golf, you have to unlearn how to do baseball and relearn how to do golf, which I gave up on. The point is, not everything you learn is necessarily right, but you've learned it. And that's why this is faulty wiring. You don't want to. We talked earlier about knowing your why. I, I don't know anybody that I've ever worked with that's been out there for days spending money that they don't even have, ruining their health, doing things that, that they're ashamed of, that says, boy, I'm so glad I'm doing this oh, I'm so glad I have this craving. No, it's faulty wiring. We got to know that. This isn't our normal. It doesn't
0: have to be our normal. Dude, is, is perhaps one of the first steps admitting that, or do they know it already?
1: It's admitting that because, because here again, it's saying I got to have it. It's saying it's real. It's real. Man, when that thing's pumping, it's real. And, and that's why I go right for the juggler when I say I'm not going to die because that's what you feel like i mean it's an agitation i don't, you know the the same place in your brain if you got a paper cut you know how those things hurt i mean mm-hmm. you could slice your hand off probably won't hurt as much as a paper cut right. but it's the way it cuts the nerves right that lights up a part of your brain the same thing when a craving, when you get these kind of things, it lights up the same part of your brain. It, it's, it's an agitation. It is like a pain. You know, when you, when you touch, go toward a hot stove, you move your hand. You don't keep it there. And that's the thing. It, it causes you to act. Somehow you got to say, this is a faulty wiring. And then the second step, I don't have to do it. I don't need it. I don't have to do it. And in this case, if it's an addiction of of some kind of substance or something, whether it's food or whatever, you know, you need to say, I don't need to do it. I don't need this. I don't need to listen to it. It's a faulty wiring. Well, once you establish that, the third step then is that
0: you need to ride the wave. Well, now you've talked about distracting too. Distracting yourself—you've right. talked about that before. Does that fit into here? Yeah,
1: riding the wave. When you, when you're riding the wave, you're no longer looking at the wave. You're looking at the beach, right? You're looking at the shore. You're riding. You may be looking down a little bit, but you're not. The waves. You're kind of on the wave now, mm-hmm. and in a sense, distracting is a misnomer. You want to focus on something else. You want to change your focus. I call it changing the channel. <laughs> you know, you change the channel.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, a lot of people say, "Well, you can't distract it because that's the only amplifies it." No, that's not. It's not not true. It's not like a grit. No, I'm gonna ignore you. I'm gonna ignore you. You know, it's like the white elephant, or no, what was a brown elephant or something experiment they did at the University of Texas somewhere. Where they said, uh, I don't want you to think of brown elephant, you know, and they did this. And, of course, people couldn't get it out of their mind. Right? It's not like that kind. It's like you've made up your mind. This is faulty wiring. I don't need it. I'm going to change the channel. You refocus, and you focus on something else. That's why when I started, I wanted to stop a certain computer behavior. I mean, you can get tempted on a computer with all kinds of crud, and yet I need the computer. So there's different ways. What I started doing, say, well, you know, at nighttime, why don't I do something just to assure I got books that I want to read. I got other things I want to do. I've got certain channels. I put up there the TED Talks or uh, one of my favorite preachers, Chuck Swindoll, or someone, you know, that that I can go to. And so when I get that uh, kind of bored or whatever I feel, and boom, I can put on one of those for a few minutes. Uh, How about something like? playing games or something yeah anything that (coughs) distracts you and here again the purpose is you're trying to ride the wave you know it's it's you're not grinning and bearing it you know this isn't torture so that's some of the things you know and and so you know i encourage you to write down be proactive what would you like to do? What's your emergency stuff that you really like to do? It's not a pain to go ahead and do it. You really like to do it. And then uh, relive it in your mind. Once you do it once, picture yourself. And this is where my pre-live and relive come in. You want to picture yourself when you're not being tempted because you know what it's like. You know, it's like an aquarium. You know, you can watch a shark through the window of an aquarium. A lot different than being in the aquarium you know being in the aquarium with a shark coming at you is a totally different experience right. <laughs> being right. in the aquarium outside the window looking at a shark you can look at it you can enjoy it you can do whatever but you're not scared it's the same thing here we can watch ourselves we can we can watch ourselves being tempted we can watch ourselves having the urge without having the urge and so we're watching ourselves in the aquarium, if you will. And so we watch ourselves saying, no.
0: Yeah, that's it. So you, that's the power right there is right. you're saying, watch yourself say no. And you're getting that into your and brain. And did you
1: hear the way I said it? Yeah. No. You, you feel it. You, you have the emotion of it. You feel it in your body. And if your body reacts and says, heck, no, I ain't going to do that. Then you do it again Mm -hmm. until you finally get your body to relax and your mind changes the brain. Why? Because you're consciously now trying to change that bodily feeling that I got to have it. And so you pre-live it. Once you do it, you have a night where you actually do this. Hallelujah. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: You replay it. And replay it. Why in the world wouldn't you replay that over and over and over again? And get, you know, because the brain will act the same way just as if you're doing it. So why not enjoy You know, guys were in prison and war camp, right? And and they were in uh, cells that were really small. I mean, really small, hot and small. And so they would visualize. One guy would visualize playing golf. And he would play nine holes every day in his cell. And he'd, he'd see himself swing at it. He'd feel the breeze from the, you know, coming down the fairway. And he'd see the ball going up in the air and he'd see it land. He'd feel the swing in his muscles and everything. When he got out five years later... He actually took, I'm going to guess, I can't remember, but I'm not a golfer. But it was like five or six or some, so many strokes off his game. I don't want to say the wrong number because I'm not a golfer. I don't want to exaggerate. But it was significant. And I would imagine if a golfer's pretty consistent, taking off five strokes or something would be important, I guess. Mm-hmm. So, uh, But his golf game improved. And so this is important stuff. So all those together will help us continue to beat these kind of urges.
0: Wow. Uh, Fantastic stuff, Ron. You've been listening to Mr. Change Agent podcast, your host, Ron Ovid of Empower Ministry. And it's very important that you can get some of this material. He's been talking a lot about triggers, and there's an ebook free, free of charge, okay. something for you to download and read and get into this stuff. You can get it free at their website, empowerforliving.com, then put forward slash trigger. That's empowerforliving.com forward slash trigger trigger and you've heard him talk about some of the other materials available a lot of that is on their YouTube channel and all you do is go to YouTube and in the search box just put Mr. Change Agent, and you'll see a picture of Ron in a circle come up there, and you just click that. It's going to take you right to their page. Like the page. Subscribe. Tell your friends about it. And let's get active, and let's get successful with this. You have habits you want to break, bring in new habits, you want to be a changed person. It's available. You can do it. So you listen to these podcasts, tell others about it, and join us again next time on Mr. Change Agent with Ron Ovett we